Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics, and this is your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. Hope you had a great long weekend. It is great to be back. You know, I like doing this show every day. Uh, when I miss one, it throws me off a little bit, but it's good to be back in the rhythm. Nice to see everybody again. Let's get right into it. There's a lot to talk about. The mystery FAF wallet revealed itself. We know who that person is now. Memeland announced ordinals. There's a Robbie Barat sale for 299 ETH. Let's get right into it. Starting off with a quick market overview. Volumes were pretty low over the weekend, but then had a bit of a bump up yesterday. A lot of the volume in the Yuga ecosystem. Going to talk about the weakness in Bored Apes. I think that's really kind of the big story just in the PFP space right now. Buyers, you can see trending up over the past couple of weeks. Sometimes I like to show you a bit of a longer term uh, chart just to give you a sense for where we've been over the past couple of years and where we are now. Now, when we talk about volumes again, it hasn't been the good kind of volume. You know, We're still at 93% over the past week of total volume on Blur has been sellers dumping into bids. And when Blur has 80% of the ETH volume on the major exchanges, you know, that's the majority of what we're seeing kind of across the board. It's been above 90% for each of the past few days. So still that volume, not kind of where we want it to be. In terms of large cap index, we were down a small bit, but it was a very interesting large cap index because we had a lot of strength in D-Gods. You know, D-Gods hitting basic kind of all-time highs since it moved to ETH, while at the same time, just a ton of weakness in the Yuga ecosystem. Uh, Moonbirds were weak as well. Doodles also down a fair bit. Midcap index, kind of while it felt like NFTs were really on a down move, midcap index was up a small bit, had a ton of strength in Goblin Town, up about 70%. You know, I think that's going from about two to something like. 0.3, I'm sorry, 0.2 to like 0.35 ETH. So nothing huge in terms of absolute numbers, but a big percentage move. Now, trade returns continue to be weak. I like to look at our flippers making money. Are they losing money? Because you know a lot of the, the the trading volume has been concentrated in Yuga and that's been going down. You can see we've had a bunch of days of weakness. We did have this one strong day about a week ago, and that was due to boring punks. You know, boring punks going from 0.01 to 0.15 ETH in one day and then collapsing uh, as we saw. But that, that's that one update that we had. But since then, it's been pretty weak. And here's a chart for the Board API Club ecosystem. You know, it, it's really kind of been pretty gradual down only since mid-February. You know, we had the floor, you know, when, when OSF and Mando dumped, they dumped around 78 ETH. And we've kind of just had this slow bleed lower to about 40 ETH. And it accelerated a bit over the weekend, more and more NFTs in that blur ecosystem. Uh, and eventually the bidders just kind of pulled out. I think you had a big pump and dump guy who had a ton and sold about a week ago. And, and after that happens, you know, sometimes things hold up for a little while, but eventually uh, the walls can't hold it quite as well. I think this is kind of an interesting chart because this looks at Board API Club versus CryptoPunks. And Board API Club was the top project in the ecosystem for most of 2022. Uh, for the first quarter of 2023, you can see here, you know, CryptoPunks had a big spike right when they got onto Blur. You know, the, the airdrop farmers pumped the price higher and higher. A ton of real sellers came in and sold. And then you said all the supply that had nowhere to go and the price went all the way down to 50. But once it got to 50, you know, you can see that punks have been pretty stable, whereas Board API Club has continued uh, to trend lower. What is that? And I think this chart here is very important. What this chart looks at is the number of new NFTs that have never been dumped into, into Blur bids before that got dumped into Blur bids. And what you can see here is that Board API Club has gradually had more and more holders who had never dumped before decide to dump into bids. Okay. And that's more supply that airdrop farmers have to find real, real buyers for, more guys like the FAF wallet that have bought a ton of Board Apes but have haven't been able to support the project because more supply has been coming online. 
Brian. Whereas if you look at punks, punks have had basically no new NFTs added to the blur farm to the blur pool. So punks have relatively outperformed uh, when compared to Board Ape Yacht Club. Figured I'd look at this chart for a bunch more projects. You can see a lot more on Milady, uh, on Azuki, you know, on, on Mutant Ape Yacht Club, even than, than, than Board Apes as well as punks, you know, and you can just see how, how this number's kind of gradually grown. Just kind of an interesting chart that I, I like to track. I've been tracking it for a long time, but recently started tweeting it a little bit more. The other thing going on with Board Apes is once the price goes lower, more leverage comes unwound. And Blend, uh, you know, has a lot of quick, quick trading, quick flipping and quick lending but three times as many board apes have been on uh, have been on uh, paraspace have been on uh, ben dow than have actually been on blend when it comes to where the loans are and you can see uh, ben dow is starting to reach that trigger price where we get the auctions as well my main takeaway here one is that leverage just creates volatility in both directions it leads to people pumping prices higher we're seeing it in azuki we've seen it in azuki and a couple other projects but it also means that a lot more comes unwound uh, when prices go down you end up with a lot of supply in the hands of people who don't want to hold long term Term. Uh, secondly, you know, as a lot of apes are getting dumped into bids relative to the new buyers who are out there. Third thing is I do think every project is vulnerable. You know, apes were on top of the world just six months ago and certainly a year ago, you know, they were really celebrated as the project in the world. I don't think it's appropriate or really accurate for people to say that this team isn't doing the right things, isn't, isn't working hard. I think they're clearly working hard. It's just very hard to keep brands on top of the game, to keep the supply out of the hands of farmers. Once it gets there, more comes. You know, I just think it's a hard cycle to to be on top of for a very long time and i do think yeah i do think every project here is vulnerable the opposite side of the spectrum is d gods we have d gods basically hitting you know near all-time highs uh not quite there but well above 10 ETH, and it's just been completely on fire i think people are looking forward to season three of art for d gods but overall just congrats to frank and the team there really uh kind of bucking the bear market trend and just going one way only towards the upside in terms of our projects a lot of sales in chromey squiggles not a whole lot else let's have a look at some of these squiggles you had a pipe that sold for 35.9 eth and then you had three bolds that were swept. You know, bolds have been trading kind of in the more in the 13 to 20 ETH range. So three sales in this 24 to 26 ETH range is pretty cool to see for bolds. Second thing to talk about, let's talk about that mystery faff wallet. It revealed itself. Who is it? It's Pimp Capital, Free Lunch Capital, probably a fund that they have that's a bit separate from their main portfolio. But uh Great to see this, you know, and, and to be honest, I had did have a few people in my DM saying, I think it's Pimp Capital. And the big giveaway is that this wallet was buying dinks, and, you know, a, a 0.01 ETH project and Pimp Capital had, had swept a few of the grail dinks. So a few people were in my DM saying they thought it was him. I didn't have confirmation, but why is this important? Well, the FAF wallet has spent over $11.5 million on floor NFTs in basically the past month. And most of that, as you can see this chart, has come in the past 10 days. That doesn't include the amount they're spending on ApeCoin. That doesn't include the loans that they're putting out that are, not get, that are get, basically getting liquidated where they're getting the NFTs. So this wallet probably has put more around $15 million into NFTs, but 11.5 just in, in buys minus sales. So just a huge force there. Where is that money being spent? The vast majority is on board API Club. More than $7 million spent on board API Club just in June. You know, more than 1 point, almost $1.2 million in Mutinate Bot Club just in June, a ton of D-Gods. Uh, so this is just a very important wallet. Now, who is Pimp Capital? Okay, Pimp Capital 
is a huge whale from the D-God ecosystem. Really, you know, people like Cyrus, people like D. Johnson, people who are in that D-God's ecosystem say that Pimp Capital carried that entire project on his shoulders, just bought a ton of grails, kind of bought everything across the board. And we've been talking about, about him on the show over the past few months. Since he got into uh, the ETH ecosystem, he's bought two gold for apes. You know, he's got some just incredible, incredible Azukis, a spirit, a couple crypto punks, but some of the absolute best, you know, one of the best Azuki bags in the world that he's just bought over a few past few months. This guy is a whale who's been buying a lot of grails, but now he's got a ton of floor NFTs. Now, one of the thing, one of the reasons that we saw, I think, Board Ape Yacht Club rally after his tweet was one, you know, it's just nice to know who this person is, but two, Pimp Capital's normal wallet, has never sold an NFT on ETH ever. Okay, so this is someone who is probably more of a long-term holder. Now, the FAF wallet did do a little flipping in the beginning, flipped some, you know, flipped two board apes uh, and did flip a bunch of D gods, kind of going into this big buy period. But the Pimp Capital wallet is a true long-term holder, uh, based on what we've seen so far. Certainly, what the data suggests. You know, history does not necessarily predict the future, but it's certainly a good signal. So, Pimp Capital did say that he will be telling a little bit more about his goals with uh, about his goals with FAF. So, curious to see that. Third thing. To to talk about Memeland TBC. What is Memeland TBC? They basically announced that to celebrate the one-year anniversary, they're going to be teleburning 111 MVPs from their treasury to ordinals, uh, saying it could be one of the highest value ordinals basically uh, that's ever happened. Now, a bit of the background here is when Memeland, when Memeland, Memeland launched uh, You the Real MVP, which was their first launch, their first mint, uh, they couldn't sell out. You know, they sold it over five ETH, pretty punchy price, uh, and they didn't sell out. And 100, they only have 420, but 111 of those are still in their treasury. And when I ran the podcast, he said it's turned out great. Like having a bunch in their treasury has actually been really useful. But they have decided to do similar to what, what D Gods did. D Gods took the NFTs that were in their treasury uh, from when they were burning them through the tax. You know, they decided to, to turn those and teleport them into ordinals. You know, we don't know what the utility is. There's a whole lot we don't know. They said the expensive is the price is going to be expensive and the date is going to be soon. Uh, kind of classic meme land comedy. Uh, but yeah, still a lot of unknowns here. But yeah, no. So, so we will see to be confirmed. Uh, TBC is the name of the project and just kind of piling into this ordinals idea. We've seen it work for Onchain Monkey. We definitely saw it work for uh, for D Gods and nice to see meme land getting involved there. We did see one you the real MVP, the ETH version, sell for 58 ETH. You know, the ones another one sold for 59 ETH. We talked about that last Friday. So seeing a bit of movement in that project uh, since that announcement. And then lastly, let's talk about a few notable sales. The first to talk about an AI-generated nude portrait by Robbie Barat. So for 299 ETH, one of the oldest NFTs in the book. For those of you who are not familiar with this, we talked about one sale a couple months ago, I believe in March, second sale, I guess in uh, in three or four months. Uh, a bit about this. These were given, these NFTs were given free to people at a Christie's event in 2018. Robbie Barat, the artist, is the first ever super rare artist. He created them and they're basically seen as one of the first representations of what AI can do, what AI thinks people look like. Uh, and they're really just not the most attractive, kind of difficult and you look like a bunch of muscles. You know, the majority of these were not actually minted. They were given to people at a dinner. Most people didn't even end up mint minting them. But over time, they became Grail NFTs sold on Super Rare. You can see here are four of them. They've sold, you know, a lot of, you know, some of them sold, of course, as low as 0 .0, or 0 0.1 ETH, as often projects do in the very beginning. But then you've had a bunch of sales in the, you know, 100 to 300 ETH range. So this 299 sale, certainly towards the high end of the range, but nice to see that. And then one, one of one I wanted to talk about this piece called Departure 
Burger by Nifty Monkey, sold by 11 ETH. Also sold these two for 2 and 6.5 ETH, part of a broader uh part of a broader project and broader collection. Very cool art. It is animated. Again, as I always say, worth it to check it out on Super Rare. And who was it sold to? It was sold to the one and only Cosimo de' Medici. Here is Cosimo de' Medici saying uh, that this piece was viewed by over 7 million people and it has transcended the digital art space. He believes so as well. So bid up, won this auction for 11 ETH. Just huge for Nifty Monkey. Awesome to see that. If you look at Nifty Monkey's prior sales, you know there were a lot of sales in 2022 on foundation for below 0.5 ETH. So you love to see an artist who is kind of below 0.5 ETH sell for 11 ETH, get one of the absolute yeah, best known, best collectors in the space in their collection. Love to see that. That is all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if you did like it, give us a like below, subscribe to the channel, tell us what you think of the comments, and we'll be back tomorrow and every weekday, just about, just about every weekday uh, with another show. Have a great one.